Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio on this special occasion. I'm actually excited, um, but kind of down because my co-host is not here. What a fucking time for you to get sick, Jamal. Yeah, Jamal. Jamal, you fucking suck. Get well soon, Jamal. Listen <laughs> to these guys, man. Um, on this occasion, um, I feel excited because I'm going to have the opportunity to interview some people from the same streets where I grew up in. Just probably be able to take it a little bit more back than what I'm able to because I'm a little bit younger than them. But um, I'm excited. Um, so on this occasion, I want to welcome. I want to, actually I want them to introduce themselves and y'all get the introduction through them and then we'll start. So first off, what's up, everybody? It's Grandpa Eastern Entertainment already, Houston, Texas. This is Chinto Eastern Entertainment. Okay, I'd like to uh, welcome y'all to the Boys in the Body podcast. I'd like to thank y'all for coming to kick it with us. So, um, first of all, I wanted to thank you for come, uh, actually wanting to link up with me and make it happen because um, a lot of times what happens is a lot of people, you know, uh, they want to do stuff and stuff like that and link up, but you're gonna, it all falls through at the yeah, end. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? It never happens. So, you no, know, I wanted to make it happen because yeah, I've been this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you made it happen, man. So, I really appreciate that because at the end of the day, like, it, it shows me that both of us want to make it happen, yeah. make something happen, the movement, you know, so I really appreciate that. Um, so first of all, I wanted to start with you. Um, I know you have a label that you started, and I wanted to start with that. What made you start that, and when did you start it? Actually, Grandpa started it. Yeah, that was that was actually me. It was probably about 2000, maybe 2011 or something like that, that we started. It was just me and a couple of dudes from the hood, and so... They were rapping, and so I wasn't even rapping at the time. They they had started rapping, and I was just trying to get them together, kind of like what Chinto does. I was just trying to get people together and, yeah. and put out something. You know what I mean? Because we would see all these other people from different neighborhoods and shit doing their thing, and I was like, man, we got a lot of talent over here, so why can't we do the same thing they're doing? You know what I mean? Instead of just buying these people CDs and shit, like we can yeah. make our own damn music, and you know what I mean? Yeah, do it like that. So yeah, that's that's how that got started. And that was Eastern Entertainment, and that's. Well, like that ever since. I came in the picture because uh, I was doing my own little mixtape already under no label, no nothing. And then I need, uh, I was So you're putting people together or, yeah. or, or you were rapping? Yeah, I don't it. rap. Oh, I don't okay. Rap. I don't have none of the skills. My my thing is, I love it. I love the. You love the game. craft of it. Like, you yeah. just love everything that goes I like, with I it. I like basically putting it all together and then once everything's together, the sound. It's just, you know, it's, to me, it's completely different. That's the, yeah. the, Mex- the Mexican Suge Knight right there. That's who he is. He's the Mexican Suge Knight. He's the, he's the DJ Khaled of the hood. Honestly, man. yeah, if you see him, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the background, we were talking about some stories. But now I realize why when I would see him, I would kind of, like, be like, okay, at that young age, I was like, okay, I think that's the dude I don't need to be around with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might knock me out or want to. <laughs> yeah, big chinto. Big chinto. I really like that, though. I mean, as long as people show respect, it's all good, you know? Yeah, I mean? it's mutual. Yeah, exactly. Mutual respect. Mutual that's, respect. That's, that's the name. That's the name of our album coming movie. up right now. Really? Mutual, mutual yeah. respect. Yeah. I didn't know that, ladies and gentlemen. So there y'all go. <laughs> there goes the the, uh, the album name. So well, the, the main reason for we call, we're calling it mutual respect is because we got artists from Segundo Barrio and we got artists from Ignoria and they're all working together. There's nothing but mutual respect on on, on both sides. So, just to touch on that, uh, where are you from? I'm from Magnolia. Magnolia, yeah. you're, of Segundo. course, Segundo, right? Yes. So, that's one of the biggest things that, like, growing up is, you know, uh, probably in my, even then it was still around growing up, but I heard, you know, from my other brother, it was crazier back then, you know, when Magnolia and Second Ward just didn't yeah. click. No. So, that's something big that y'all done, you know, uh, putting everything aside and making it happen. What took it for that to happen or... How did y'all make that happen? Respect. Just talking to each other and with respect. Basically, and respect is the main thing. Just as cool as cool as we all are with each other and as cool of people as I met, you know, doing this, this couldn't have happened 10 years ago. You know what I mean? It's like t- 10 years ago, this wouldn't have happened because we were at each other's throats too much. You know what I mean? And they, this dude been through some shit. I've been through some shit or whatever, but... Like you couldn't you couldn't have done this back then. You know what I mean? There was too much tension, and, and everybody would have been on your ass. Like, hey, that's the dude that did this to my cousin, and that's the dude that did this to my uncle. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's always something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always come, always coming and get. But you it's kind of cool, like the culture changing. Like you know, I mean, not no disrespect, but a lot of the younger kids are a little softer now than we used to be. You know what I mean? Which is good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, you know, we don't have to be fucking shooting at each other all damn day or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that allowed us to come together and not have to be at each other's throats and. Be able to create something instead of just you know destroying everything. You know what I mean? Like we. Do you ever feel like to. um. 
I mean, I grew up in Second Ward, but the thing with me is, like, Magnolia was just right there. And even, like, do you, uh, does it ever, like, feel like, fuck, like, how is it that, like, two fucking bound, like, we're so close, but we, there were just so many tensions right there. And like I said, we, even growing up, I never, I experienced it, but it was a little bit more different us growing up, my generation. But y'all's generation was a little bit more different. But did y'all ever think about that? I was just like, fuck it. We're beefing. It's whatever. Like. It, it if was, you really think about it, it's just it, dude, it was, it's the streets. Yeah, it's street. yeah, it's literally it's literally the train tracks. Yeah, you cross the, you cross the train tracks and you're in a different neighborhood. But it, that's it's just what it was. It's always been like that. You know just what I mean? It, just yeah, just you know you want to you want to represent where you're from. Yeah, of course. Pride. And so if it's not even if it's just two streets away, if you're saying something different than I am, it's gonna be it's gonna be problems. And and it's a lot of ignorance. I'm not gonna lie, but it's just the way it was. You know yeah, what I mean? True. It's just it's just the way it was back then. But we're over all that, you know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna move forward and uh, yeah, cause we, we've had we we did a show a while back and there was a lot of uh, OGs from Segundo, knowing that this guy and uh, who else was yeah, it was girl. maybe it was maybe like three of us from Magnolia and we're all in the White Swan over there on navigation and shit. Yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> showed love though. Yeah, everybody showed love, everybody man. Showed everybody, 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 everybody showed love. We took a picture with everybody. Nobody, no beef, no. Dog, you know nothing. It was just respect, you know. That was that's it. And that, that's what that's why we that's why this is East End Entertainment, because that East End is both those it hoods. Kinda, yeah, 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 and it yeah, gives it gives somebody something to rep without us having to be like yeah. you know at at each other, you know. So that's and the, when did y'all start that exactly the East End one? Well, like I said, that was that was probably like in two uh, about 2011. I started that. And then I met this dude probably what 2012 or something like that. 12, Maybe 13, like a, yeah, 2012, 13. I gave him the picture. I was at the studio. We were recording, and then I, I mentioned to one of my guys, like, man, I need, I need somebody to shoot a video for me. And he's like, oh, well, I, I got somebody. I got a boy named Grandpa. He he shoots video. So I called him, and they're like, hey, let's, let's do it. So we shot a video. Then after that, we just talked, we were just talking music. And then I was, and he had a little studio going on, too. So I was like, well, let's, let me record over there, too, then. So that's how we started just communicating, and we just got along. And then from there... It went on. It just went forward. And y'all had a lot of uh, shit music coming out and shit. What is the biggest track y'all had late as a latest? Mean was the the only the first video we did with uh Rito, Psycho yeah. Mike and Joker. Yeah, Joker from Second Ward. My boy Rito. Shout out HHK. That's the one like a hundred and something uh, thousand. Yeah, we had, we had we had yeah we had we had a hundred probably one hundred fifty thousand now almost close to Somewhere it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that feel when y'all saw that? Well, I mean, the first time, the first day we put it, we had a thousand views. I was like, man, you seen this shit? Like, yeah, for us, for us to never really have any exposure or anything like that, or do any type of promo it. or anything like that, you know what I mean? Like, we, we didn't even put it out there like that. We just threw it up on YouTube, and we had like a thousand views the first day, and it was like, man, we got, we got something here, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people want to jump on that, you know, East End East End thing, you know what I mean? Because they, they got friends in Magnolia. You have to have family in Magnolia if you're from Second Ward. You got to have family in Second Ward if you're from Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. So like, people were tired of, tired of fighting with each other. You know what I mean? They're after like, a while, man. you kind of like have to like be like, dude, like I'm just fucking tired. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you kind of have to like come together and just do some shit. You get what I mean? So that's what's pretty badass about y'all coming together and doing this shit. Um, it's pretty dope. Um, so just a little bit going back on y'all... Um, why the passion for music for you? Me, honestly, I, I feel like um, when I first started, I was doing videos, right? When I first started, mm-hmm. I was doing videos. And I've, I've always loved I've always loved hip-hop. I've always loved rap. You know what I mean? I, I, I've always, I love all kind of music, you know, to be honest. But I've always really loved rap, like the, the, the lyrics, you know, the lyrics and shit. And uh, so I started doing videos because I would see people with talent and I would, you know, I would do them cheap as hell just because I'm like, man, I'm feeling your shit and I want to put a visual to it. You know what I mean? Because it's different when you just got to listen to somebody's shit on SoundCloud or, you know what I mean? Or a YouTube picture and then you're trying to hear the track, you know, you want to, you want to get involved in it being entertaining. Because it's crazy you said because even sometimes when I'm watching a video or I even listen to a track or whatever... Sometimes I do question myself, like, damn, are videos still popping? Because remember one of six in park and all this shit, mm-hmm. like top ten or whatever. I still wonder, like, damn, are videos still? But there's some jams that you just want the the visual to it, mm-hmm. like just imagining, like, and, and then thinking, like, what is the artist thinking at that time? Mm-hmm. I could relate to, you yeah. know, what I'm saying through a video. 
So yeah, I, I still think uh, the video still has a uh, big value on it. Yeah, yeah. But he's good though, Grandpa. I'll give him that. He's I good. Think he does. Uh, he did that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I did. Good. I did the meme video, but that was. Yeah, the, mainly that was was my inspiration. Started doing music, and it's funny because I said, "Man, I'm recording music, I'm mixing and mastering, I'm doing videos, and then I would try to work with certain artists, and all of a sudden, you know, you can't get a hold of them. They got, you know, baby mama problems. They're getting divorced. They're doing this. They're doing that. And it's like, damn, you know, I had everything but a rapper. So I said, shit, let me just start rapping. You know what I mean? Then yeah. I can do everything my damn self. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then that's what happened. And this dude's always been in my corner, you know what I mean? He was always, anything you need, man, hit me up. And then that's why I fuck with this dude to this day. How did y'all meet? We met through a mutual friend, actually, that ain't really doing it too much no more. But he he, he was doing music heavy. And then uh, <laughs> and then we just, you know, we, we met no. through that dude. He needed a video done, you know, so he came to me. And then later on was when he found out that, that I did all the music. And, and then shit. we clicked and that was it. Yeah. So the passion for music for you, you've always had it? Yeah, well, I grew up listening to Corridos. Making music, that's it. And then my first rap influence was Aggravated. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yeah. Well, that was I heard of them first before I heard of NWA and all that, because I grew up with nothing but Mexican music. So yeah. Aggravated was my first one. Then after Aggravated, most hated, and then from there it branched off to listening to Street Military, then all the Houston, yeah, yeah, all the yeah, Houston yeah. rappers. And then from there, it just then I started hearing all this swag and all this other kind of music. And I didn't like it. Because they weren't telling you no stories. Yeah. And like I said, I grew up listening to Corridos. Corridos is about stories. Yeah. And to me, yeah. the underground rap, everybody, like, what they talk about is the same thing. It's just in English and different beats. Yeah. So that's why, like, man. And then when I activated, the most and all them split up, which was my favorite shit. It was like, man, I, I can't have this music no more. Where, where, where is it? Well, fuck it. If I can't find something that I really like, might as well try to help create it. And then we and I started doing the music with uh, my other homeboy, uh, Texas Hustler, and we did we started a little group called uh, Deuce Work Click. This was back like in 06, 07. and we did a we did a mixtape and just pushed it out a little bit, and and that was it. And then I still I didn't feel comfortable just doing that one, so I mean I need to do another one. So that's why I started doing and working on the the mixtape called The Foundation. And then when I was going half halfway on it, it was taking me too long. I was already like on my fourth year we're trying to get it done but since I have no studio or nothing that was taking me a long yeah, ass time yeah of course of course you yeah. know and then I that's when I linked up with, with grandpa he had the studio and I, but as soon as I linked up with him it probably took like a year and a half at the most to finish it we finished it threw it out there and and then I was like man let's do more you know I just I can't it's just let's, let's do another one so you've always had that passion of wanting to do something because if we were talking in the in the background, um, you even started. You're the creator of a, a crew growing up for me in high school, which is the Budweiser Kings. BWK, yeah. shout out um, BWK. So you've always had it in you to want to start something. Yeah, basically. So you just want to start something and make it. You know what I'm saying? Pop and make something. You know, you want to make something of yourself, basically, right? Just make it. Make something. I mean, I love putting having people together. You know, something. I mean, yeah. But all the kids were a bunch of drugs. But we always try at to... Dinner, <laughs> dude, at the end of the day, it was, but at the end of the day, it's like... At, dude, like, what the fuck else? Like, Which it was dope people, dope drunk people together, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we were trying to stay positive. That's what it was. We were just trying to take together, try to be there for each other. I mean, apart from doing parties and getting fucked up, we had a lot of benefits and fundraisers for people. Yeah. Like, if something happened to somebody, hey, let, let's, hey, let's do this, let's do that. And we'll, we'll show up at Stephanie's house house and do a little barbecue benefit for somebody. Yeah. And we did a couple. We helped, we tried to help out as much as we could. When the fires happened over there by Magnolia. Yeah. The, the, the town, not the hood. Yeah. Uh, we ended up doing uh, another fundraiser for that too. I mean, we tried to get involved in whatever we could in a positive way. So from that to doing that to music, you were already thinking about doing switching to music at that time, or you were just yeah, like, I, no, no, not, not about that time, no, because there was still a little bit of a the music that I liked, like as far as like uh, what is it, my, uh, my boy Sin, uh, I mean I was a fan of his, and now now shout out cool to damn shit. Sin, boy, that's my nigga, and music was still there, it was still 
when I had it, it's still... It was still relating to you a little bit. Yeah. So you were like, okay, yeah. I'm still good. I'm still... Then, 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 then uh, all that shit started changing. It changed a lot. I, you and, see, what you said lot. earlier is um, I can relate to a lot is because... Um, well, basically, I grew up in a religious household, right? Okay. So I, it was always, like, very strict. I, I've said this in previous episodes. It's like, it, it was very strict. And then, you know, once I was able to, like, get onto myself, I started discovering hip-hop. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Once I discovered it, the first thing I discovered was stories, just like you said. And then everything I would hear around me was corridos, you know, yeah. which is a story. So I could relate to that. Yeah. That's because everything you hear in hip-hop before is a story. There's yeah. a story behind it or something that they're telling you that is different compared to now, which is just they're just trying to get you like, vibe with it. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? think like, this is a vibe, and the other dude is trying to rhyme. Yeah. So yeah. I could relate to that, to what you were saying. That's why when you said that, I was like, damn, like, I'm not the only one that kind of felt yeah. that. You get what I mean? Um, especially because me, so to me, sometimes when even people tell me about hip-hop, I'm like, there's still people that I might not know of, but I'm like honest, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. Just tell me about them, you know, because I want to know. And it's because I came to it late. You get what I'm saying? I grew up in a, you know, very religious household. But now I'm like, I want to know about it. But still, even then, like, I still haven't been able to completely make that switch to where it's like, uh, that type of hip hop You yeah. know what I mean Like to now I, I still can't Because I like that Like uh, That lyrical Like You give me, give me a story with it Something that goes with it That's that, That's what we're trying to aim at Yeah So uh, That's what's dope about it You know what I mean that, And that's what attracts me So um, To hear y'all doing that Is pretty dope um, I know on, on that track Y'all did The one that Y'all got like 120,000 You know what I mean Which yeah. is crazy Um when did y'all record that one? Was it just like uh, one day y'all, all of y'all got together and y'all just did nah, it? Nah, that one started. That actually, that was one of my first tracks that I started working on. As soon as I, I stopped with it, as soon as I went off on my, on my own. Yeah. That's the first. I got the beat. I got the. I I got my boy to do the samples, which is a hook. Yeah. And then I got uh, the first person to jump on it was uh, my boy Psycho Mike. So he jumped on it. Then it took a couple of months, and then my boy Joker jumped on it too. And then it took more months. That song probably took like three years to make. It's just I couldn't find the right person to jump on it. it. To, no, to, yeah, fill the gap basically. Yeah, because I mean I just don't I, me I don't like putting, putting just anybody. Oh, he's there. Okay, let's put him out. No, I like I like to listen to the song to the beat, and then I, it just goes by by that. Like, oh, I could hear this person on this, and then. The hook too, like it depends on the hook. That's what I'ma put on what. But your hook has a big thing to do with it, man. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, the hook is like. That's exactly what it is. It's a hook. It's what catches you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It gets you. It pulls it, you Because here's one of the I've heard tracks like this where the hook is one thing and then the person rapping is another Whole thing. Whole different. Yeah. 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 So you kind of wanted to like. You got to vibe. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he has to vibe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because if you're gonna say on the hook something about, uh, well, uh, give me an example. If you talk about I'm I'm, I'm eating a pizza. On the hook, and then you start fucking rapping about making tacos. That's two different stories. <laughs> this boy's hungry. Cause yeah, we yeah. Pizza. We, got, we, we got some pizza <laughs> in the house. Uh, my nigga, you know, my, my boy, he, he gets hungry. Nah, nah. So how has it been for y'all starting this whole thing together? Has it been, uh, what has been the most difficult thing and the most, like, the, the best thing that's happened from it and the hardest thing? What's been the hardest to start with? Uh, for me, the hardest thing is just getting everybody on point, getting everybody on the same page about, you know, timing and doing things or whatever. Like right here, we, we were hoping to have a couple more members right here, you know what I mean? But, you know, things happen and we got to work around everybody's schedule. But to me, that's the hardest part. But uh, my boy Chinto, he's he's real good about putting people together and, and, and uh, you know, trying to encourage people to, to come together and do things. But, yeah, that's, that's definitely the hardest part is trying to. Trying to get people together and be on the same page about timing and, and everything. And that's why Commitment. things take so long, you know what I mean? It's because working in a group is not easy. We're not one no. artist, you know what I mean? No. We're not we're not one artist trying to put an album together. That's hard enough, you know? But when you talk about having uh 20 Multiple, plus people, yeah. 20 plus, seriously, the foundation, 20 plus people on one album, that's that's crazy. You know, there's not a lot of people that could do that, you know what I mean? And it was finish more than 20, it. it was 32 people. 32, 32, 32 artists. artists. Contribute to one one mixtape. Yeah, on the foundation. That, so that, that don't happen a lot. That took a while. That don't happen. And mutual respect. We're, we're going almost at the same amount. I think I think we're we're at least over twenty people easy. Yeah, it's just on one song. One song. We, uh, it's called East End, and that that one by itself is at least minimum twelve people easy. Yeah, on that one. 
Oh, thank you. They brought them tacos. Oh no, pizza. Oh, no, it's pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, on, on that one on the one track, easily it's at least twelve people. So it's kind of hard to try to get everybody together. Of course, shoot. At one time, but I mean, luckily I have patience. I'm as patient as I can be. I try my best to be. What patient. about you, man? You have patience. I I think I got a little bit of patience, and it, it you definitely learn you definitely learn patience. You know, doing doing this type of stuff because you got to wait on different people, and if you want. A good product, that's what it's going to take. And let me tell you something about my boy right here, too. My boy Chinto. He's not, you know, there's a lot of dummies in this in this shit. You know what I mean? We, hey, yeah, man, we're going we gonna to fucking put out a project and it's going to be dope. And, you know, and it's, it's easy to fucking say. You know what I mean? My man here is a business owner. You know what I mean? He has multiple projects going on in his business. And that's the way he conducts himself in the rap game, too. He's got multiple things going on. I get four or five text messages from this dude a day talking about, hey, you know what we should do? Hey, you know what we're going to do? You know what you need to do next? You know what I mean? And it's hard to keep up or whatever, but that's just how his mind works. He's always moving. And it shows in the different people we're fucking with, the different things we're starting to do. You know what I mean? Like, so that that's that's a lot of him, too, that, that showed me how to be patient and showed me how to, you know, get shit done. Do you think where patience comes sometimes, do you ever get, like, um, at a time, patience is like, damn, like, it's hit a point where, like, we need to do some shit now. Oh, we do that yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we do that all because the time. Because sometimes it's very hard, right? Yep. Like, because I, I agree. Sometimes I'm very patient, but then I'm like, shit, no, it's time. Like, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. move. We That's me. Yep. That's me. Because I, sometimes I, there's cool with being patient, but then there's a time where you're just starting to sit back and just, like, yeah. you know, slowly you're just starting to, like, let go a little bit. Yeah. So you kind of, like, got to get back in it. Um. So what do y'all got working next? Uh, the mixing called uh, Mutual Respect. And, I mean, I got I got a couple of open tracks that we need to finish up, and that should be done. I'm giving myself a month, a month to finish it. If you have, have the artwork done and everything, and then push it out, and then after that, uh, an album, a compilation album called uh, Barrio Dreams. And who y'all gonna have on that one? Do you I'm, have any idea who y'all? Oh, have? we do. Yeah. Right. Mutual Respect. Easily, I know we have a uh, Grim, which is he's uh He's a local artist. Uh, he's, he has a pretty good following. He was in Aggravated. He was the main one for Aggravated, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, we have Grim. Damn, your true respect. Who do we have? Slinky. Slinky. Prankster. Yeah, we got my boy Magno Yo. Magno Yo. We got um, Psycho Mike. Psycho Mike's on Rampa, there. Rampa, of course. Yeah, mainly every uh, anybody with a little name from Magnolia and Second Ward. That's that's what's gonna be on there. That's what the mutual respect is about. After that, it's gonna be the. Um, the Body of Dreams. Body of Dreams. And that's an album. That's an album. So that that's, one I got... Uh, that's going to be all original beats. You know what I mean? That's going to be up on iTunes. That's going to be, you know... Damn, we're starting... Okay. Yeah. We're starting to, to, to you know... Who, who are you thinking about having on that one? Oh, well, I already have Baby Bash, Gemini, uh, Little Easy E. Juan Gotti's going Juan on that Gotti, one. Juan Gotti, Rashid, uh, Merciless, Low G. Did I say Low G? No, you didn't say Low G. Uh, yeah, low G. Little Easy, that's Easy son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard him on, yeah. on, on tracks. Yeah. yeah, I got him on there. Uh, Troublemaker, who else that we haven't mentioned? How did I link up with a uh, Little uh, Easy son? Uh, well, little, well, Easy son. Yeah. Uh, just that's through networking. Yeah, networking. through networking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, didn't, we didn't. It's not like we sat in a room with him. Yeah, and, you of know, course, shook of course. Hands. But that's just yeah, but was, yeah. he was down to work. We were down to work, so we made it happen. You know what I mean? My, that's dope, dude. Yeah, my that's boy. Dope. So y'all have a lot of. Uh, Shit, a lot of features y'all gonna have on the yeah, next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that, that album, I'm expecting it to to get a little following. Yeah, we're gonna make we some. Got, we're gonna make some noise with that one. Yeah, we, we do got some good and everything's original beats. So everything we go on iTunes, everything, Spotify, Amazon, Amazon and everything. And anywhere you can, anywhere you can buy music, it's gonna be on there. Yeah. So you do a lot of the videos, you said, right? I do. I, I did shoot videos. I, I slowed down the videos. I still want to keep doing them. You know what I mean? When the time's right. Right now, I'm working on my music. But yeah, I did a lot of the videos. I did a lot of videos. Um, what made you get started into the video thing? The videos, I just... Uh, <clears throat> actually, I, I did a few that were funny, right? I always liked, you know, comedy and shit. I always like to do funny videos. And, and I started like that. And I was like... I would see other music videos or whatever, and I'd be like, man, you know what would have been dope if they'd have done this, or you know what would have been dope if they'd have done that, and I'm like, well, instead of fucking sit back and criticizing everybody, maybe I should try to yeah. see how hard it is myself, and it so sucks, I started, right? yeah, 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 and, like, and so I'm like, okay, you know, this ain't easy, but yeah, you know, so I started doing it, and and I was showing a lot of love, so a lot of people were, were, were messing with me, you know what I mean, because of, of the price and because of the quality, they started messing with me, and people were, you know. 
People were up on that. It was real cheap. It's like, so come cheap, on, man. You can't say no. Come on, man. I'm talking about the prices. <laughs> I'm talking about the prices. Yeah. Yeah. And now, when uh, switching now to the rap game, was it difficult for you? Or I've I've always I've always rapped like I've always you know I've always rapped not not like for anybody or anything like that, but I've always wrote and stuff like that. So it was it was kind of an easy an easy switch. But uh, like I said, working with everybody that's what you have to get used to is is working with people and you know like it. It's not like these kids that are sitting in their mom's house and and you know they they have their friend come over and they they're in their you know in their closet and shit rapping. It's like you got to watch what you say when you're from where you're from. You really got to watch who who you talk about and what you talk about yeah, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. we you know I, I've, there's been a couple times where I wanted to say certain things and it's like nigga that that nigga's case isn't closed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> you can't say that story yet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. so it's yeah it's 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 crazy, but nah, but it's cool. Um, so back to uh, y'all doing the music and all that stuff. Um, how do y'all feel? Who? Well, first of all, who inspired y'all to do music? Which one of the few rappers that inspired y'all to do music? Aggravated. For him, it's aggravated. For you? Yeah. He, Chito was into the H-Town stuff. I was more... Uh, I listened to more East Coast, you know, when it was when it was back then. I listened to more Nas, you know, Jay Z with Jay Z when they had their big old feud going on. That's when I was really into rap, you know what I mean? That's which Nas, let's be honest, with Ether he kind of like destroyed Jay Z. I don't know, man. If you go back and listen to the Blueprint, I don't know. I think that, no, that, that I think that, that album is more classic than anything Nas oh, has course, ever yeah, yeah, That's yeah. to me. That's to no, me. No, you know what I mean? But everybody has their favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, uh, Illmatic goes as down as one of the best albums ever, like. You get what I'm saying? Ever out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's definitely, like, definitely. So I mean, they were both like at their peak. Yeah, they were at their sense. peak at so, that time. And that's what's so great about it. And that's what's always been great about hip hop is it's about competition. You know what I mean? And it's about people going at each other and, and, and I love that shit. You know what I mean? Because that's all of our, that's all our, that's just male ego. You know what I mean? It's going after each other. You know what I mean? And do you think it's crazy that in the hip hop community, like, um, dude, there's always some type of beef. Always. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, is it really necessary or is it like just a cultural thing that comes with it? Like I don't, it has to happen for for the hip hop community to keep moving forward. I even if I'm on a track with somebody, I try, I try to murder them on the track. I try. I'm always gonna do that. I try to kill them. You know what I mean? I try to be better than everybody. You know what I mean? A lot of times I'm not. You know what I mean? But I've always tried to be better than everybody. But as far as talking about people on tracks, I don't do that. And I don't do that because it's like, it's a lot of dry ass beef out here now. You know what I mean? Like nothing's ever going to happen. You know what I mean? You're talking shit in California and he's in Florida and you're saying, well, come see me. It's like, dude, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy a $1,500 plane ticket to come see you, bro. Because you were talking shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of pretend beef out here, man. So I don't even get involved with it because it's like, you know, if you really wanted to say something to me, you can, you can DM me or you can fucking, you know what I mean? You know how to get a hold of me if you want to get a hold of me. So I'm not going to sit there and entertain that shit, but. Yeah, but it's always about competition, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with friendly competition or unfriendly competition, you know what I mean? You always want that because it makes everybody better, you know? <clears throat> so a question for both of y'all. Where do y'all feel uh, the Latin uh, hip-hop community is at? On the rise. Okay, who did y'all look up to in the Latin? Again, aggravated. Aggravated, of course. When, uh, <clears throat> I mean, uh, you know, everybody has their different feelings about SPM, but there's no, there's no denying SPM. You know what I mean? He was one of the greatest. He was one of the greatest Mexican rappers out there. Mm-hmm. Here, here, here's the. It's a very. It's always a very. Uh, it's always a very controversial topic. Touch the subject, yes. yeah. But to me, it was like, uh, here's the way I saw it. It's like uh, it took me a long time to realize that like, you gotta look at it two two ways. It was a person, and then it was the rapper. Mm-hmm. So. As the, I don't know who he was as a person, whatever. I gotta like just separate that, right. whatever. He was dope though, man. Mm-hmm. Like I can't yeah. take from who he was as a lyricist, as what he did. He was one of the Latinos in Houston doing the movement. You gonna? I can't take from that. You gonna? So that's the way I've always just kind of. Now if we start talking about him as a person, hey, that's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different thing that I'm yeah. not gonna touch yeah. on because I'm just like. But he opened. He opened a lot of doors for people. You know what I mean? He made it okay. He had a lot of a lot of black people, a lot of white people jamming oh, his music. Of course, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I give that to him. Like I said, I won't touch on the other stuff, but. SPM was dope, man. There wasn't no other way to say it. He was, you know, SPM, well, I liked SPM was to, dope. I liked him up to a certain, uh, to a third Wish album. After that, to me, he got too commercial. His, his music just... Yeah, I can see that. Didn't become... It wasn't the same no more. I can see that. I can see that. I can relate to that. So I mean, 
you know, when you're trying to when you're trying to make music and you're trying to please a bunch of people, and then all of a sudden money comes in play and different people come into play, yeah, you're gonna change. You're gonna change yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? You have no you have no choice but to change. You know what I mean? But just just the fact that he kept putting out music, period, is crazy. You know what I mean? Like just the fact that he kept it going that long. Still you know what I mean? It. It's still doing. It's still putting out music. He still does features for people and shit. You know what I mean? So. Shout out SPM, like I said, I won't, I won't ever, ever judge nobody for because I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know nothing about that situation. So you know, people can say what they want to say, but only you know, only him and God knows what happened. So I mean, I don't, you know, at the end of the day, that's the reality, yeah. man. That's, that's the what only it thing is. We really yeah. can't say. So um, for y'all, both y'all, right now as a right now, what is y'all next step right now as of what y'all working on to drop maybe next month? We're drop or, we're dropping the mutual respect this next month this coming month with before before the end you know before a month passes we're gonna drop mutual respect in July in July that's one and then three months later there's a barrio dreams and then three months hopefully if we stay on schedule but three months after that it'll be his yeah six solo. months sometimes sometimes sometime around Christmas I want to drop my album which is gonna be uh come get these kids it's called Grandpa come get these kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Dude. Yeah, that's pretty and that's going towards that's going towards you know uh, the the young the younger not I don't want to say the younger generation but just the new generation of music. You know what I mean? Like you know it's just like it's not for us. You know what I mean? And granted, let them do it and they can do it and be happy with it or whatever. But we don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're trying to we're trying to do something a little more uh, uh, enlightening to people. You know what I mean? A little more a little more deep. Then, I see that y'all are uh, sticking to your style and y'all gonna comp- continue doing it. Y'all yeah. just trying to get people to stick to the style and people who like that style are gonna, you know, come along. Yeah, there's a there's a whole there's a whole you know there's a whole group of people that feel the same way that we do. You know what I mean? That we do, and that ain't no hating towards anybody young or what they do or nothing like that. But I know there's a group of people out there saying I can't listen to this stuff, man. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't listen to all this auto tune. I can't do it. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah and that's. And that's what we're that's what we're shooting for. But at the same time, I'm not going to limit myself to just rapping about guns and drugs and and you know whatever else anybody you know is rapping about. Of course, about. Yeah, yeah, you have to kind of yeah. like relate to everybody out there. Even, exactly. this, even he's having a reggaeton song. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I do, I do, do, I do. I got a, I got a reggaeton song on my album. Yep. Okay, that's pretty dope. Okay, yeah. we put it out the club mm-hmm. and stuff. Something new. Something that is different, different though. What has been uh, for y'all? What do y'all think is uh, the city of Houston we live in? Um, what is different from Houston trying to build something than y'all would think it would be in any other city? Has it been difficult in Houston? I love Houston, man, but there's a lot of hating in Houston. You know what I mean? There's a lot of hating in Houston. Dude, I, you saying that, man? It's like that's kind of like that's why I'm asking this. Because no, if, if, if no unification, if you're doing something in Houston, you can go to any other city and get love. It's the hardest to get love in Houston from other people. I guess because there's so much competition and and there's so many different styles here. You know what I mean? That somebody's always gonna be like, nah, you know, I ain't feeling that. And then plus. If somebody knows you from your past, they're going to bring up anything. Nah, I remember that dude. Uh, somebody punched him in seventh grade. I don't fuck with that dude. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Any little thing, they're like, nah, I know him. I know him. Cause, yeah. And that comes from people can't see you doing something that they're not doing. You know what I mean? They hate that shit. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They hate it. They hate it. If you're doing something, they they're not. They just see something, you know, positive. Yeah, they don't believe that y'all could come from the same place and you can go further than them. You know what I mean? They don't want to see that. What about you, man? What do you think? No, the same thing. There's no unification. I just think um, here's one thing I've always I've always noticed is Houston. It's a hard city to do something because it, it, gaining somebody's um, trust or even as a fan takes a fucking forever. But once you do, they're loyal. Exactly. I will say that they're loyal for like life. For life. It's like you get what I'm saying. But yep. to earn it is one of the hardest things yep. you know to ever do, especially. You know, and I think the one of the hardest ones would be the music industry. Yeah. You get what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it's a hard industry to make it. You get what I mean? Um, and for y'all, have y'all seen that? Where it's like difficult in the music industry to try to get in and get people to, uh, you know, accept y'all? I definitely have. And, I, you know, like, if you go to if you go to the some of the videos I've done, you know, you get a lot of comments on, uh, oh, look at these guys. You know, the uh, uh, gangbangers, you know, look at these gangbangers and, and, you know, why don't they follow the word of God and, and stuff like, you know what I mean? Like uh, real, real just, you know, critiquing us like that. And it's like, y'all don't understand that 
we're we're bringing two neighborhoods together that couldn't even come together before. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to look at the positive shit you do. They just want to see the negative and they want to say something about it. You know yeah. what I mean? But if 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 your life is sitting behind a keyboard and commenting on other people's shit, then I'd I'd much rather be fucking up a little bit than doing that. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like so, I ain't I ain't you know. I ain't you know what's funny that you that. say that? Um, there's this uh, show. Uh, fuck, I forgot what it's called, but my brother-in-law was telling me about it. Um, this DJ got like torn the fuck up by this other rapper because he told him the same thing you just said. Basically, like you're sitting behind a keyboard just doing this shit, <laughs> and you get what I'm saying? Like while other people are out there actually fucking actually living in the streets it. about it, yep. you get what I'm saying? Like it, it's not the same thing, which is a different thing. So um, another thing, I, so I wanted to ask y'all about when y'all grew up from where y'all from. What has changed in the neighborhood where y'all from to now? Oh man. Which is a lot of things have changed, but I wanted. To, what is the most noticeable for y'all? Uh, on my side, <laughs> yeah. let's start with you because I know I, got, I I think I could like we're about to go in on this one. On my side, more white folks. Oh, of course. Yeah, I got nothing against white folks. No, no, of course not. When just, I don't just, think we do. It's no, just, it's just I feel that it uh we're having the, the reverse of the white flight. I'm like basically back in the day, other other. Caucasians moved out because all the Mexicans were coming in. Yes. So they all moved out to the suburbs, right? Now it's just the opposite now. All the white folks are coming into the Mexican neighborhood, and all the all the Mexicanos are, or all the Hispanics are moving out to the suburbs. And why do you think they're fixing everything up? Look at navigation. How how nice does it look? But it's not for it's not going to be for our people. No. It's, it's for for the for the new. People that are coming in, which is more, more, I guarantee more than seventy percent of them are, are Caucasians. So that's gentrification, basically at its finest. Yeah, it is. So, um, how do you like for you for yourself? How did you take that when you first started seeing it, or did you see it coming first? Of I all? saw it. I've been talking about it for years. I've I've always talked about it that every time I see some kind of new construction, an improvement in the community, it's not for us. It's not for us. That's how I see it. It's not for us because it's. You know what, man? Like, um, I've been like totally against like gentrification. I've been like, nah, nah, hell nah, you know? But then I've slowly but surely I've been like, okay, you know what? I'm okay with change. There's nothing wrong with change. But at the end of the day, just respect our history. You get what I'm saying? But that's what I disagree with is that the fact that they're not respecting our history. It's like our history is just being thrown away <coughs> and it's just like, fuck it. You get what I'm saying? Like, we're just going to do this. We don't give a fuck what y'all think. We're just going to make it happen, you know? So at the end of the day, it's not even being done for us. It's just being done for, like you said, for whoever the fuck comes in. The rich. Or, yeah, or it whatever. is for the, for the money. And, and Magnolia hasn't seen it as much as Second Ward because Second Ward's closer to downtown. It's yeah. coming. And but it's, no, it's no, but it's going to come to Magnolia. It's, no, it's getting there. And you know what? And, and I, I hate to be the, you know... I don't know if I'm being negative or if I'm, you know, people gonna call me an oh, asshole Mr. for this. Asshole. Yeah, I know everybody. Yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. Well, whatever. No, but uh, I hate to be the asshole about it, but it's like, man, you know, these people are not coming in with guns and 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 knives and trying to kill us. You know what I mean? They're doing it financially. They're they're, they're pushing us out financially. And to me, if if pay your property taxes, fix your house up, do what you need to do, you know. This guy, anyway. <laughs> fail but nah yeah but they're you know they're they're doing it financially so it's like if we get everything in order you know what i mean and i understand we're not the richest people in the world but that's the goal no, but, but, you know but, what i mean what you said made made a big point on that is the fact that here's the thing they're not coming to our houses with a gun and saying hey sell us your house here's the thing is the problem that us as latinos this is just the reality of it us as Latinos, we've never stuck together. That's just the reality. Yeah, There's true. beefs within Latino communities mm -hmm. that we just... You start talking about them, you're like, why the fuck do we, we don't get along? Oh. Okay, so that's one thing already, one issue. Then you got the other issue of this, like, uh, for example, the one we're going through, gentrification. So then you got the other issue where uh, people are just coming up to us with financial money, giving us the money we've never seen yep. for a property that we should buy, be worth. We buy ugly houses. Should, should yep. be, no, but in reality, if yeah. you just add what you just said, add a little bit of money, invest in it, that house would be worth Thank you. double that. Uh -huh. Probably do, Because that's what they're paying. Yep. I'm going to be honest with you. They're paying Yeah, but people wave people wave 20 grand in our face, Wait, and it's, it's more money than anybody's ever seen. That's what and, I disagree and, with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because our people are not... Yeah. 
They're not edu- they're not I'll educated. Be honest, they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not Yeah, they're they're not financially educated. They're not educated for it. They just they tell them, hey, le ofrecemos cuarenta mil por esta casa yeah. or whatever. Oh, damn, forty five thousand, whatever. And then they go. Here's the sad part that they don't go with those forty five thousand and go somewhere else and buy a house cash. They right. go somewhere else hey, and buy a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Yep, where put it down. Paying. Yep, and then all of a sudden that's it, the sad part. That's what's sad, and it's because I've then seen a generation later they're doing the same thing with their house. They're yes. selling it for a little and bit of money. It's and, like yep. you you were in a place where like you were already about to own your house. You leave. To just go somewhere else to, be to in pay the same more, hole. to pay more, and yeah. the same hole where you're probably not gonna come out. Not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what I disagree with. Yeah. And it, it, it's sad, but it's true. What yeah. you just said is that they're not coming to our places and being like, "Hey, sell us this house." You know what I'm saying? But the the problem is they're coming with financial money and the financial background, and it's something we're not educated on. Then the day we all just come with the money, they come with the money, and they're like, "Okay, let's just do it." But it's not only that; it's the problem. I mean. Most of the people closer to downtown, they're not going to be able to afford to pay the taxes. And they're going to be forced to really... That's true. Yeah. That's another thing. Move. And that's another side looking at it from our end. You get what I mean? Like, the taxes are just going up. And And that's another way for for just them to take you out. You get what I'm saying? Because let's just say from... From my perspective, I know you know family members who own their houses already. The taxes just keep climbing, dude, mm-hmm. every single year. And you're like, dude, like I already own the house. At the end of the day, dude, you if you let that pile up, you don't own your house anymore. If you let your taxes pile up, you don't own it. Yeah. And it's sad because only people close to downtown can relate to this issue. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you're in second ward, and like I said, Magnolia's about to get it. Third ward's already getting it. Yeah, like, third ward is getting it. Dude, it, 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 it's crazy, man. And I mean, at the end of the day, I just wish, for example, there was just this uh, whole, um, the the whole, uh, fuck, the whole scene that happened or whatever where the dude was killed at Denny's. Oh, yeah. Oh, John, right. John yeah. Okay, yeah. So here's the thing that I noticed about that. The most. I just had a fucking brain fart. But they did a march and they did a march and everything. But here, here yeah, here's what's here's what the Hispanic community is missing. We don't have nobody leading that man. Nobody. Who's leading it? Nobody. There's nobody out there standing in front of us saying, Hey, this is our community, this is that. And us as a community, man, we 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 tend to be more quiet. And the reason is the reason we tend to be quiet, I feel, is because to try to stand together as a community, we have uncles and aunts and grandparents and grand- that are illegal. We don't want to bring any light to ourselves. You know so what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We we don't we we we're trying to back away from the law. We don't want to we don't want to get in their faces because you we know we that have that issue. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like it's like if we start becoming a problem, they're gonna want to take us out of the country more. So more. They like, already want to do. You know. So we feel like anything said is just gonna bring some light to it. That's that's Pretty what much. it is, and it's it's a sad situation, and I don't know you know what you know what we can do about that right there is except as far as it if we're here legally we have a lot of responsibility we man do. to try to try to get our money up get our shit together you know what i mean stay out of fucking jail and help our people you know if you have somebody in your family that that needs to you know get over here try to make them legal man try to you know try to do that you know what i mean and nobody wants to nobody wants to handle that though you know nobody nobody wants to address that subject they just want to be like well, we're over here, and you know, the, you know, we have a right to be over here too, and shit. And it's like, but it's not legal. So either you need to try to work on changing the laws, you know what I mean, or help them become, you know, help them become legal, you know what I mean? Because that's the only two ways it's gonna happen. Or else, you know, our people are gonna be working, you know, seven days a week with no fucking overtime, you know what I mean? Because you know, and nobody's saying nothing about it, and nobody, you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 a, it's a tough subject. You know? Yeah, it is. And at this point, it's like I just feel like the biggest thing is. Um, as a community, we just need to stick together. Yeah. I remember one time I did a, a episode a while back, and even Homer made a comment about, well, what about this leader, which was Chavez? And he made a comment about it, and I was like, I get it, and I understand it, and you're right. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, like there's just so many gaps in our community that still need to be filled for oh, us yeah. to like... You get what I'm saying? Right now, the black community already went through it. They already went through it, and they're still probably still going through it. But we haven't even got through half probably what they went. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're the targeted, especially because of the president we have. So it's like, I don't know. That's just the way I feel. I, I, I think we're going through the same shit as the black community. It's just 
in the brown community, when something happens to us like they, like them, we stay quiet. We like do it a little more gracefully. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, you're nothing, right. You're a, lot right. Of, a, lot of, a lot of Hispanic people became, are getting killed by cops, but nobody says nothing about it. Nobody gets up and posts about it. Because and, the same, exactly. exactly the same thing. We stay said. quiet because mm-hmm. of the same way. Yeah. yeah. I the, agree. The, the black right. community, they, something, they get slapped and they get up and start yeah. you know, raising yeah. hell. We don't do that. Compared yeah. to us, slapped, we stay quiet. Yeah. 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 yeah we, we get slapped up three times and we still won't say shit about it. I agree with you. That's a problem. Yeah. I agree with you. I think uh, at this point, man, it's like we all need to stay together and just do something. Especially, <laughs> yeah. with, the, especially with the Trump thing. I mean, they're going to stay even more. No, more. And you know what's crazy, man? At this point, it's like um, when, when Trump came into office, it's like um, I usually don't get political on the podcast, but now that we're doing it. It's so good. Uh, yeah, shit. We don't, we don't when, it, when, when it happened, it was like um, I think so many people came out from behind, like behind hidden curtains. Yeah. It was like Oh shit! This dude just gave permission to everybody. Just speak about let's be racist or let's just. It's okay now to be our uh, us say how we really feel. Yeah, you get what I mean. And, yeah, they, and, came, they came out of the curtains with with their hoodies on. Yeah, and it was just like what the fuck. You get what I'm saying? Like, and he's made it okay. So that's what the that's what scares me the most is that it's okay now to for that shit to happen, which is fucking sad. It but, is. I think, I think the. People were like that before he got in office. You know what I mean? Obviously, but you he know made he's it okay. he's bring, he's bringing it out and he's making it okay. But honestly, all that's doing is is bringing everything to light. I think everything needs to come out. If you're racist, be a racist. You know what I mean? This is a free country. Be a racist. Don't be don't be hiding it. You know what I mean? So that way we can at least identify who's against us. You know what I mean? And handle it accordingly. You know what I mean? I'm not saying go out and, you know, kill any racists or nothing like that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I I, I want people to be comfortable in their views or whatever. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm sure people have had conversations with their neighbors now that are saying, you know, hey, well, I think Trump's doing good. You know, now all of a sudden you have to have a conversation with that dude. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, well, well, hold on, hold on. Why why the fuck do you like Trump? You know what I mean? It's like... Holy shit! I didn't even know you you were like you were thinking like that. You know what I mean? So I think I think the more things that can come out, you know, because it's not it's not people coming out, you know, that's the problem. It's their their thoughts about it. Period. You know, are, are the problem in in general. Homer, you look like you want to talk. Do you want to talk, man? You want nah, to talk to nah, I'm okay. <laughs> I want Homer to say something. He's a, nah, he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> are you a Trump supporter? Nah, no way, dude. It's, it's just the fact that uh, I think Trump is just uh, saying. He knows what he's saying. He's stirring up the pot. He's smarter than that, man. Yeah. He said it to get elected. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Because he knows there's tension in the country with, you know, they're saying we're abusing free health care, busy um, stamps and stuff. Where most people are actually using that for food. Yeah. Like, you know, if you go to a poor neighborhood, they yeah. use it for food. Yeah. Anything else. They don't abuse it. I was like, but, you know, they don't talk about some people well most people do abuse it i'm not gonna lie like you know yeah but it's just not hispanics or or mexicans it's, it's everybody it's, yeah they don't want to talk about all these politicians that are exempting themselves from from the, the laws they make you know what i mean and it's like oh yeah everybody's gonna make this much except me you know i get i get to make more or are these you know these older white people collecting the you know their their social security or whatever you know there's no problem with that you know what i mean but trying to help anybody else there's a problem with you know what i mean it's like you gotta you gotta be fair on every end you know at this, at this point, I do think it's time for every single one of us. So let me ask y'all: Are y'all first generation or like second generation here? In the Who's United? first? First? I'm actually third generation. Third that generation. It just so happens that my people have been I'm here a minute. I'm, it, it, I'm just, first generation too. Yeah, it's because uh, whenever you come to this country, you don't know too much about it. So whenever you try to, most Hispanics, you know, most Mexicans actually, or Salvadorans, or wherever you may come from. Don't actually know too much in their country because basically over there it's like the lower middle and, and high class yeah. you know it's way different from ours you know the lower class over there the lower class here gets help you know may register for help and does do get help where over there it's just you know if you get seen by a doctor you get seen by a doctor you know the village you know the town it's an hour away from the hospital and stuff like that compared to here and um, it's just a whole different thing, man. It's like growing up, you know, my parents really didn't take me out anywhere or took me out places because, you know, at the time, I guess they were both illegal. So they don't want to get caught. They don't want to be deported or anything because they have kids here, you know. 
and they didn't know uh, much about loans, mortgages, credits, and you know everything else that you need to know. Like how you were saying in the neighborhoods, you know, fixing a simple window or driveway could boost your um, taxes, your, your taxes, and the rate of your home. You know, compared to just selling it right away, just because they show you money and cash. You know, where you could double your price, but it's a whole different thing now. Knowledge, basically. Yeah, it's, it, it's just, it, it's just uh, you got to learn. Like, uh, I was reading an article saying that they're teaching kids in school more about uh, growing up and, and banks and rates and, and stuff that you need to know, you know, when you get out in the real world. Because, you know, you may not know about credit cards or you may not know about credit check and stuff like that that you need. You need to buy your own credit, basically. Definitely. Like, to survive in this when world. these kids are graduating high school, they know how to do geometry, and they can't balance a checkbook. You know what I mean? Hell no, they don't know how to vote. You know what I mean? Well, like, tell, it's tell, crazy. Tell me, this, tell me this. Tell me this. Tell me why in a Hispanic neighborhood, the high school is teaching you how to be a mechanic. They have our shop. They have uh, all kinds of blue-collar job uh, classes, right? But then you go to a white neighborhood, and their classes, they're teaching you how to be a nurse, how to be a doctor, how to be a lawyer. I mean, what are they really teaching us? Why are they teaching us something different than from the Caucasian side? You know what I mean? You and go to Lamar, they're teaching them how to be doctors. They, they, they already, they, 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 by the time they're seniors, the they expectations have, are held higher. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. High, yeah, expectations are held higher. Their, their resources are a lot better. They're, they, by the time they're in senior, they already have college credits, credits for that certain area, like for for the medical field. But then you come to, let's say, Austin, you got your metal shop, mechanic shop. What are they teaching us? Trailer. To weld? They're teaching you to weld. They're teaching you how to work on cars. Just make, a, just make a trailer. Right? <laughs> they're teaching you how to cut hair for the girls, how to paint nails. What are they, what are they, basically, they're setting our like our expectations. Basically, you know what, and 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 that's gonna fucked up though. We, I think, I think it's our job to combat that by maybe yeah. getting our kids in some better schools. You know what I mean? Like, there's, well, there's no, there's no whites only schools anymore. Let's be honest. It's what no, neighborhood you live in. I understand. You know what why, I mean? Why, why does it have to be that you have to send your kid out of your neighborhood somewhere else just to get a bit? Why can't we have that same opportunity here? Without having to move to the, having to send them through a bus and having a harder time getting them out there, you, you, it's more of a sacrifice for us to get our kids yeah somewhere in a bit with a better education. And I understand you on that. I'm gonna be very honest. With you. I don't got no kids, but I know that when I do have them, I do ask myself the same question you just said. Why do I have to make the sacrifice for my kid to wake up doing that? I have to send them out when they have to why, wake up earlier. Yeah, why, why, why can't my kid just come to this school and get the same? I mean, luckily right now, luckily right now, uh, we have Kip. I don't know if you've seen Kip. Yeah, right? yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That Kip's a very good school. Oh, of course, yeah. And luckily, they brought one here to the East End. Yeah. And luckily, my child goes there right now, and Grandpa's child goes there right Multi-daughters now. Multi-daughters go to school there. Yeah. Same grade and everything. So. Yeah, they're given a different type of education. Yeah, both I mean, Kip luckily, and Yes, I believe, are given yeah. both and different I, and I, education. And I'm happy for that. I'm, I thank God for that. I think he gave us that opportunity to put our kids in somewhere where they're going to, you know, give them a better education. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, but 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 it's only up to a certain grade. What is it up to what? It's up to, uh, I think, eighth, eighth grade, grade right now. After eighth yeah. grade, after that, we're going to, if nothing happens by then, after that, we're going to have to, actually, actually, they have high school, no? No, I think, I think it's up to. They, I got, don't know. A, they got a yes, yes school. Oh yeah, school, well, well, anyway. Right. Anyway, it's it's right. yeah. No, we're all right. But well, no. once they're in the click, they're good. But know. yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's a, it's up to us though to to. There are there are advantages. You know what I mean? There are advantages. It's just like saying it's just like saying uh, well, white kids get to go to college or whatever. Let's be honest. We all had an opportunity to go to college. We all did. I don't care what he says. There's grants. There's you know what I mean. Like there's there there's, is, there's, plenty the of, there's plenty of there's plenty of. Of opportunities for us to get an education. What year did you graduate? I graduated in... I got my GED in 2001. Okay, 2001. So, you're still in the... What they call... Uh, the era. Which is... Uh, Old we, ass motherfuckers. We are the... No. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> fuck, what's it called? I lost my chain of thought. Fuck, I lost it. Never mind. You good? Let's keep going. Well, I honestly think the first generation, like uh, us, our first generation, 
I think I think it's a little bit harder for us to get into school just the fact that our parents didn't don't have the kind of knowledge to to push us to to go look for scholarships, go do this, go do that. You know what I mean? I, that's my opinion. You know, no, but first parents, generation parents, really had that. Yeah, my my parents never. And I'm not blaming them for it, but they never pushed me to go look for a scholarship. They never pushed me to take my SATs. They never pushed me to do after school activities and stuff like that because they didn't know better. But Millennials, me, that's the word I was Millennials. But me, no, me, me, whatever. My child, my, my both my kids are up at that age. Once, once my first child hits the freshman year, I'll be honored about getting, uh, trying to get extra, get extra credit. Uh, the SAT started as soon as you could get an SAT uh, test. Start doing that's, it. That's our that's our job to change change our kids' we ways be of thinking. Basically, that, yeah. yeah, change our kids' ways of thinking. It's like I say, man, and I, t- I t- I've told people this before. If you go up to a white guy and tell him, "Hey, did you graduate college?" and he says no, and you say, <laughs> "It's because you're white," it ain't gonna make no sense to him. Now, if you go up to a Mexican and black and say, "Hey, did you graduate college?" and they say no. And you say, well, it's because you're Mexican or black. They're going to get offended. Why didn't the white guy get offended? Because it doesn't make sense to him. He thinks of himself as higher than we think of ourselves. And we got to change that shit. You know what I mean? We got to make it to where people come up and be like, are you educated? We got to be like, I'm Mexican. Of course I'm educated. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got to yeah. we gotta get to that point. And until we're there, we're always going to feel like we're under somebody or have to... You know, look down that on somebody. That just have, hasn't been set. Yeah, yet. that's why I'm saying it's like when people say, and granted, I love the hood, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all for the hood and everything. But when people say, well, we don't want to have to move out of our neighborhood, you don't have to live with just Mexicans, man. We're in fucking America. You know what I mean? Like we're not in Mexico. You know, just like blacks aren't in Africa, whites aren't in Europe. We gotta think, quit thinking of this as their fucking land. This is our fucking land. You know, this is everybody's land that lives here. So if I want to go live in a white neighborhood, that's just as much my neighborhood as theirs. True that. Ain't no damn difference. You know what I mean? And it's it's not there. Yeah. Now if I move in, it's my neighborhood now. Period. This piece of land I own. This ain't yours. Ain't got nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? And I understand wanting to be around your people, but stop feeling so comfortable around your people. Step out your box and do something bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if that's moving into a black neighborhood and saying, hey, I'm good over here, too. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just me. That's me. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> yeah, that's you. But Chinto's big enough to where it don't matter what neighborhood he moves yeah. into. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with this dude, man. Compared to me, shit. I yeah. try to move somewhere. Yeah. Look at this little fool moving in. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, you made a big point right there, man. I think it's important for... Uh, <clears throat> that standard hasn't been set for us yet. For us to, like... You know what I'm saying? As a community, be able to be like, um, shit. They see a Hispanic is like, oh, he is educated. You know right. what I'm saying? Or it's just like they assume now. Yeah. It's like, nah, he's probably not educated. Compared to what you see a white person. Yeah, the they're gonna think, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's educated. He's had education. Yeah, we gotta sw- we gotta switch all that up, man. We gotta, you know, we gotta quit, you know. Enough of the politics. Yeah, that's that's enough of that, man. But anyway, <laughs> Eastern Entertainment all day. Eastern Entertainment. So, uh, Shout out to Boys in the Barrio, man. I, I really appreciate y'all having us, and you know that's that's what's up. Glad y'all I want to thank thing. y'all, man, for kicking with us, man. And like I said, um, I know it had been a good time trying to get it together and stuff like that. But I'm all about that, man. Trying to make it happen. Shit, at the end of the day, y'all from the same place, places I am. So let's make it happen. Why not? You get what I'm saying? We're gonna do this about a year from now, man. We're gonna be at a million views. We're gonna be fucking around with no 150,000 views. We're gonna be at a million views. 150,000 to a million? Shit. I'll fuck with y'all. I'm telling you. I'm fucking with y'all with 150,000. You know what I mean? We're gonna be talking about how boys and everybody was with us from the get-go. Ooh. Ooh. What? And then Homer's gonna be like next to me like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. He's gonna be like, maybe y'all can get maybe I can get your own fucking place to do this then. <laughs> hey, so uh Shout out Homer. What's y'all's long term goal, man? For this. Uh, as far as we can go. As far as God lets us go. I mean, just if if the if the people feel feel the music, we're gonna keep it going. You know what I mean? Because if it comes to a point where we're just putting out music and nobody's really feeling it, then I guess it wasn't meant for us. My so thing is, 
It's Eastern entertainment. It's not Eastern rap. It's not Eastern, you know, Eastern songs. You know, yeah, it's entertain. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I mean, we want to put out videos. You know, we want to put out. We want to put out more music, of course. We want to put out videos. Especially for you, man. Like, well, you do the videos. Like that mm-hmm. covers already a lot of territory. Yeah, right and and honestly, rap is just one thing that I'm into. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm real. In, I'm real big on comedy. I'm real. In, you know, big on stuff like that. I just I, I want to branch out and try to. Try to get a bunch of people doing a bunch of different stuff, man, movement. and try to yeah, a movement. You know what I mean? On to that same label, and if 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 that label is just one little branch of something bigger, we build, and that's what it is. You know what I mean? You gotta, you can't, you can't be married to one thought, and then you know just stick with that. You gotta go with what works. You know, kind of like so. Wu Tang, man. Wu Tang yeah. was like one, like it's like ten of them now, yeah. <laughs> but they all branched off, and yeah, then from that branch, thing. Like exactly, one. exactly, like, yeah. man. If 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 I can put somebody else on and have them be successful, I feel like I'm successful. You know what I mean? And and if Chinto can do something with somebody else, then it's like, man, we're we're building something. You know what I mean? That's what you know, when you're gone, it's about what you what you created while you were here. You yeah. know, that's the only way you can really judge somebody on what they created when they were here. You know what I mean? Hopefully my kids are good, my people are good, and then we're, uh, you know, with what we're making, it, you know, we made a lot of families good, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the... So let me ask you something, something you just said, I just thought about not too long ago. Um, what's more important, your legacy or the fortune? Oh, man, I'm... <laughs> I'm about this fucking money. No, I'm just playing. No, but, <laughs> no yeah, you know, of course, of course, you know, of course you want to do good or whatever, you know what I mean? But, you know, like I said, my my... My boy's a business owner. You know what I mean. I got a full time job. You know what I mean. Like that. You know we're gonna be all right. We ain't gonna starve. You know. So whatever money comes from this is icing on the cake. You know we're trying to we're trying to build something. You know. And I think with with legacy comes you know comes the extra stuff. You know. So that's that's you know that's automatic. What about you? I'm not in it for the money. Honestly. You're in it for a passion. Yeah, passion, legacy, just love, money. Not really. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I get some of the money I invested in it back, yeah, yeah, more power to it. Yeah. If we, if, but anything after that, I'm going to invest it back in my people, in my guys. Yeah. It, and it, I, if I, and let's say I invested a thousand on it, and if I get that thousand back, cool. If I, whatever extra after that, I'm going to put it back in. Whatever we get, you know, what's took up, it's just going to keep going. And That's it, how I see it. This dude, man, I can't, I can't say enough about this dude right here, man. Just because he's my homeboy and everything, but, but on top of that, like the, the stuff this dude does for people, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like people he barely met, man. He like until, until you do him dirty, he's gonna do you right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's, he's always been there for everybody. He's always been there for me. I know that too. I had my little, you know, my little situation where I was kind of like, man, fuck all this. I ain't with it or whatever. And just the fact that he stays with it. Keeps me motivated to keep doing this. You know what I mean? And you don't meet a lot of people like that. Hell no. Have you ever gone through that where you're like, shit, hell no, I'm done with this, or you just stay positive? No. I mean, my hardest, my hardest point in this whole thing was when he kind of, kind of faced out a little bit and kind of didn't want to do it no more. So that, that was my, that was my little panic point where I was like, man, what am I gonna do now? So I started like, man, I gotta keep it going. So I kept it going little by little, and then as soon as. I got. I, I would hit him up every once in a while, see how he was doing, you know, just to see how he was doing, and then he busted out with, "I want in again." Like shit, I've been waiting for you to come back. Let's go, and that's it. I mean, that was the worst point of in the it's music. It, it, it's a. It's a. That phase, right? Everybody kind of goes through that phase, right? Yeah, right. that was that was it was a it was a lot of you know personal things going on. It was a lot of always, you know yeah financial things going on to where it's like man you know if you're not taking care of shit it's it's you know and everybody looks at when you have a hobby you know which we're trying to make this serious but when you have a hobby it's like everybody around you says that's the first thing you should cut out you know well if you're having problems why are you still over here messing around doing this you could be doing something better you know not knowing you're really trying to grow something you know what i mean like this is a legitimate business we're putting money into this shit we're trying to make money come back out of it you know what i mean but people don't look at it like that so it's a lot of people discouraging you around you you know what i mean and you got to push through that shit and just you know hang on to the people that have been taking care of you and that's what i did and it's coming back right now but then there's the other side of it where they're like man if you really care about your craft shit yeah uh, you need to try to survive off of your hobby you yeah you're gonna say your hobby is your passion and you should go through with it you're gonna say so it's like so confusing because yeah. i know what you're saying yeah. is like i've heard both sides of it it's like hey uh 
what the fuck are you doing trying to follow your passion? You get what I'm saying? Like, no, man, you need to survive. And then there's the other side. Like, no, your passion is your career. Mm-hmm. You need to go with it. Mm-hmm. Make money off of it. Try to survive off of it. Quit everything and try to do it. It's like, shit. It's real hard balancing yeah, yeah. Ba- balancing the, the, balance. the two, you know. But you just, you know, if this is what you want to do. And it's real obvious who wants to really do this shit? You know what I mean? Because they make time for it. You yeah. know, it's real obvious who wants to do this. Like you, I know you've been doing this for a while. You got over fifty something, you know, podcasts under your belt and shit. You know what I mean? If at any point you could have said, "Man, you know what? Fuck this. It's not really a big deal." And da, 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 you know what I mean? But you keep doing it or whatever, and that's what you're gonna do if you're into something. You're gonna yeah, you're gonna stick with it. Passion with it, man. Yeah, you're gonna stick with it, and you're gonna say, even if I'm not making money off of this, even if it's not going where I wanted to go right now. I still want to do it and I still love doing it. Yeah, you know, so people that don't really want to do it, you're going to you're going to find out real quick. They're yeah, going to quit. Course. It, yeah, they won't quit. You get a fulfillment out of it, man. Mm-hmm. People like it's not the money, it's nothing else there. You get a fulfillment out of yep. it because it's a passion, man. So Shit, that's how I felt whenever the the foundation when I, they finally gave me the press up to these, the moment I had it in my hand, it was like, man, this it was worth it. Even though it took 4 4 or 5 years to do it, it was worth it. And now I feel like every other project we're working on, as soon as the city's in my hand, it's gonna be worth it. And I'm looking forward to it. It's just exciting. Just, just thinking about it, it's exciting. Shit. Yeah, that's man. just the way it is. And I mean, the money I invested in it, I mean, the people, the, the, the features I got, it's not big. Uh, the only reason I got them is because they, they're up there. You know, they have a good following. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I believe that that far, all I need is a door to open for my guys to, to walk in through. And I believe they are that that door that's gonna open, you know, more fans to listen to them. Let's say, for instance, I got a song with which who do I who do I got you with? Who? The baby with baby bash. Do I got you one with baby bash? No, I got me with Grim. I got a song with Pyrex. Uh, oh, the one of my, yeah, baby bash. I'm sorry, baby bash, Gemini, and uh, uh, I do the hook on that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a baby bash and a Gemini. All those people that listen to that, that have that follow that follow them, whenever they see this the song and they hear they hear it, they're gonna see Grandpa feature on it. They're gonna yeah. be like, "Who's this Grandpa?" Yeah. And then from yeah, there, they're, it just, it just keeps like, going. Yeah, yeah, it keeps going. So then from they're gonna want to know who he is. They're gonna listen to the rest of the tracks. If they feel it, they're gonna follow the next the next mixtape or, or album, and they're gonna see Grandpa again. And all right, and then when he finally brings out his solo, they're gonna go after 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 that. So that's how I see it. You know, I want, I want them to be able to get success from. You know, I want them to go through the door, basically. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to open it for them. So that's, and I that's respect that, man. That's pretty dope. Um, so before we end it, I wanted to give y'all the moment to like tell us what's next for y'all, and y'all take the moment to like tell us where the people can find y'all, where people could kick it with y'all, and where uh, what y'all got coming up next. Uh, shit, me. Y'all, you know, just everybody knows me as Grandpa. You know what I'm saying? Eastern Entertainment. Uh, y'all can check me out on YouTube if you type in G A R M P A W. I'm probably gonna be the first thing that comes up. Type in Eastern Entertainment with that. Uh, if y'all wanna hit me up on Facebook, it's uh, Grandpa Mark Melton, which is my 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 legal. And then uh, uh, just hit me up. Uh, IG is Mark underscore Melton. Uh, just you know, y'all y'all gonna see me around though, man. We're gonna be doing more things. Like I said, on YouTube is where you're going to find all my music at. I don't mess with SoundCloud too much. If it ain't no visual or picture with it, I don't really care about it. So, if, uh, yeah, if y'all want to hit me up, hit me up. And, you know, anybody willing to work, you know, come fuck with Eastern Entertainment because we got plenty of work for you. So, you know, fuck with me. I want to thank y'all for coming to kick it with us. And um, appreciate it for let's making this shit happen. Yes, sir. Yeah, shout out you. shout out, boys in the barrio, man. Y'all keep checking them out. I'm, I'm going to be back. Me and Chinto are going to be back. Oh, y'all going to be gonna back see when y'all hit doing. that minute. When we hit that minute, I'm going to be right there. Like, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? With the grill, probably. <laughs> with when the grill. <laughs> but now, uh, thank y'all for coming to kick it with us, and appreciate it. Salute. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Peace.